Welcome to the Prophetic Angle. This is Pastor Rick Bowen. And how about this? Two podcast episodes in one day. So much happening. I really could make one every day and maybe sometimes two a day, but I usually don't get them done as often as I like. So pray with me about that. Today, let's talk about Damar Hamlin a little bit, what happened Monday night on the football field, what has happened since, what is going on in the society around us pertaining to what happened, and how does it affect us or relate to each and every one of us. First of all, what happened to Damar Hamlin was tragic. Um, I will go ahead and tell you that as of my last glance at the uh, announcements pertaining to his status, it seems to be good news. It sounds like he has made progress, that he has become conscious, that he asked how the game ended. So these are, these are all good signs, and we just want to thank God for that because we certainly don't want anything other than what has already happened to Damar to happen to him. Uh, because, you know, his life was at stake. Um, it's the next thing to a miracle, if not a miracle, that he is still alive after having been out on the field for as much as nine minutes. And usually, uh, I think the cutoff point for CPR is around 10 minutes. Now, what is the reasoning for that? Because um, after the brain has not had blood flow to it for a certain period of time, then there is damage done to the brain and it may be irreparable damage or damage from which you can't uh, recover. Uh, in other words, a person can be alive in a sense of having breath and a heartbeat but can't function to basically pardon the term, basically, uh, some people use the term vegetable, just lay there with no consciousness and no particular quality of life. So it sounds like that Damar Hamlin may recover, and uh, I don't know about playing football again, but he may recover and have a pretty good life and maybe even a great testimony. So let's pray that that is the case 24-year-old defensive back for the Buffalo Bills, making what a lot of people think, and based on all my decades of watching football, a routine tackle. I've seen a whole lot worse, and uh, yet he was hit in the chest as he made the tackle. The the, uh, runner um, hit him in the chest, you know, not maliciously, but just part of football, um, with the shoulder pads, I guess, but just right square in the chest. He uh, made the tackle, rolled over, got up, stood up, and then just fell backwards and collapsed and went into cardiac arrest. Everybody at the stadium, I mean, it's been out there. You've probably seen it already, the video of what happened and the way the players responded on both teams, the way the fans responded. There was a lot of prayer going on. Um, it's very possible somebody got right with God, or at least they wanted to get in touch with God on that field for 
Damar Hamlin's sake. And apparently this is what has happened. Many people that weren't there at the game, don't even like football, have prayed for Damar Hamlin. And from all appearances, it seems that he's on the mend. I don't know how quickly this will happen or if there could be a relapse of any kind. Uh, God forbid. But I'm just saying this is what I know at this time. Now, let's talk about what possibly could have caused this uh, situation. Now, the first thing that I thought of and the first thing I think of when something like this has happened, because apparently it's happened over a thousand times in the last two years to athletes, the same type of thing where they collapse, have cardiac arrest. Well, when I say over a thousand times, over a thousand have died. A lot of them are soccer players. A lot of them are in Europe or overseas somewhere. I get it. But uh, it's happened even more than that, but many of them recovered in some way. But over a thousand died in a couple of years, and it was uh, several decades in which that many had died before around the world statistically. So in two years, the same amount of deaths from, uh, or sudden deaths from cardiac arrest primarily, I guess, uh, occurred as what occurred in, I think it was up to 40 years or something. Anyway, a long period of time. So immediately those that have been paying attention or uh, have some awareness of the back and forth um, heated discussions. And this involves many, many, many doctors, many professionals, and the statistics of people being affected adversely by the shot, the jab, the so-called vaccine. <clears throat> so immediately that's what everybody probably thought about even those that only heard about it and just uh, poo-pooed it and said you know that's just not that's not real or that's that's not anything to pay attention to in other words they really don't have any knowledge of it they just heard about it um, and had some vague sense that there were people that were against the vaccines the so-called vaccines for that reason and according to what I have learned um, me, me not being a doctor, you understand, but the mRNA vaccines were of several different companies, um, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson. I think there was maybe, at this point, maybe two or three others um, were given out, and it was practically forced on the public. In other words, you either take this vaccine or you can't work here anymore, you can't play here, you can't come in this building, you can't do this, you can't do that. And many people went ahead and did it. Number one, they didn't really personally have any reason not to because they wanted to do what was best. And somebody said it was, and those people were people they trusted, professional people or people in power, and so they took it with all best intentions. Others uh, took it because they thought, well, what could go wrong? I don't want to lose my job. I got a salary. I got a family. I don't want, you know, they had, there were many uh, reasons why people took the shot. And uh, 
then in the military, you know, there was a mandate. There was a mandate to go to certain countries, to fly, to do this, to do that, to be in the military. And so some people did it because they felt like they had to and they had no other choice. And they were just hoping for the best. Even though the word was beginning to get out that according to the VAERS website and uh, reputable doctors that were coming out, I wouldn't say by the masses, but more and more as time went on, uh, I'd say it's probably scores of doctors now, but certainly there are 20 to 40 that are relatively well-known now and speak everywhere per, uh, on this topic, including Simone Gold, Stella Emanuel, Peter McCulloch, Robert Malone, uh, and on and on and on you go with the very, uh, Sherry Tenpenny, and there's many, many others. You can look them up and and see what they have to say for yourself. Um, but therefore, there's a consciousness about this in our society. Uh, when you've seen numerous soccer players on YouTube or somewhere fall over backwards, and there's a discussion about is there a possibility this is related to an adverse effect from the vaccine, the so-called vaccine, is this, is, is this as a result of myocarditis or some other malady that is facilitated, initiated, precipitated, or uh, even exacerbated by the vaccine, then the discussion's there. It's, it's like we got to have the discussion. So we don't know yet whether Damar Hamlin was vaccinated or not, and that doesn't incriminate him. We know that I believe the Buffalo Bills were uh, among the teams that were, many of them were vaccinated. So you know these players had to think about this for themselves too. Could this happen to me? But I don't think that was their immediate thought. But over the next few weeks, it will be in their consciousness. Um, and me having taken a vaccine, and maybe even got the uh I'm talking about what they thought. I'm not saying what I've done because I haven't done it. But maybe I got the uh, virus anyway, the professional football player is thinking. And so what else could happen to me? Uh, could this happen to me that happened to DeMar? Those thoughts will go through their minds and not just the ones on the Buffalo Bills. There were uh, players, that is. There were people very few players that risked their careers and spoke out against the mandate, not so much against the vaccine, but against the mandate and against players, uh, uh, for players on behalf of players that didn't have a voice because they were younger and they were just getting started in their career and they didn't want to lose their career. And so there were those that spoke out on their behalf. So we don't know whether or not this is what caused Damar Hamlin's um, cardiac arrest. We don't know that. But we can't help but think that if he did take the vaccine, that if he did do that, that there is a possibility that there was some connection, even if it wasn't a direct connection. So they've come out with this uh, term. It's existed, but most of us never heard of it. It's called commodio cortis. Uh, a strong impact to the chest could cause commodio cortis, a rare 
a rare but life-threatening condition that can occur, that can occur if the heart is struck in a very precise window of its beating. So there is that condition that's very rare, and uh, they are insinuating that this could be a possible explanation for what happened to DeMar. And, and it could be, you know, I suppose. But there are those that believe that the way DeMar responded by getting up and then falling backward is consistent with multiple scores and hundreds of similar scenarios with people, not just athletes, but people in a spotlight, on a stage, in a concert, in the public, that people saw the same similar um, happening that happened with DeMar, even though he had a tackle prior to his. So this is still being talked about. I'm not sure if they'll ever give us uh, the truth. They'll probably give us something. But I, I know that after it happened, the NFL issued uh, a for, forbidding mandate to speak on social media from the players, saying it's disrespectful um, because DeMar's life was in jeopardy. But then again, um, people want to know. You know, inquiring minds want to know. They want to know what took place and at least have an idea of this could happen. Uh, and if it could happen, what can I do to, to prevent it from happening if it could happen to me or somebody I love? So um, the other good, some of the good things that came out of this, though, is the people began to pray in the stadium. The players prayed. Pray, prayers that, players that didn't pray prayed with players that did pray. People were praying in the stands, praying for one another, praying with one another. And many people rallied around Damar Hamlin in a very positive way. And so... Thank God for that. We don't want anything bad to happen to DeMar any more than what has already happened, but regardless of what his condition is or what his life is going to be going forward, we can thank God for the prayers, but we also should be aware that this continuous uh, advertising and promotion of this uh, shot is something that you should at the very least be concerned about if not completely avoid and I'd say completely avoid it because of all the technical information that these doctors I cited and others I didn't can share with you about what can occur now let me just say this um the question is provoked, well, if this is something that happens, why didn't it happen to everybody? And there's an explanation for that, or more than one. One is not everybody got the same thing. They, get, they didn't get the vaccine from the same company. They didn't get the same dose. Or they even got a placebo. Some even say they even got, some got even a saline solution because of the... Um, you know, the thought that this was a an experiment upon humanity. I know that might sound far-fetched to some people, but with everything that's happened so far in recent years that has been far-fetched, that has proven to be 
a reality, I think is something that cannot be ruled out at the very least, and that is that there are those that have perpetrated a crime upon humanity. And, and how they went about doing it is a whole other discussion. Uh, as people say, it's above my pay grade, but I do believe that it did occur. So some people got a something innocuous in the pretense that they were getting a vaccine. Others got various doses of various things. Um, and there were other injuries that some people incurred that were not life-threatening, but certainly took away from their quality of life. Or maybe it's just a temporary thing. And uh, we may not know for several years just how, and we probably never will know totally, but we may not know just how this has affected our society uh, in ways other than and beyond what we know already with the cardiac arrests that we've seen and that may have been a part of what happened to DeMar. So my understanding is these same doctors have ways to mitigate the possibility of anything happening or to counter it, but it's something that I think that people should look into so that they can stay healthy. Uh, one thing that I do is I take Z-Stack. Before Dr. Zelenko died, he combined vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, and quercetin in one capsule so that you won't have to take four at a time to get the benefit of all four of those immune-bolstering supplements and in, in the right uh, amounts so that... Uh, they would be effective. And you take like one capsule twice a day. And it's a, pro, it's a prophylactic. It's not just something that, that would maybe help you get on the mend if you're in the middle of sickness, whether it be the so-called COVID-19 virus or something similar with a respiratory uh, you know, ailment of, of any kind. So I think that that's a good thing to take. Get your immune system in good shape. Keep it in good shape. And he also has something to kind of counter if someone has taken a shot, if they need or feel like they need to counter it in any way. So that's some of what I have to say about what happened to DeMar. We hope DeMar recovers. If he wants to play football, then he's able to do it again. Or maybe he would want to be involved in some other way with football. Sometimes people that can't play, they become a coach, become a trainer, become a referee, a uh, commentator, you know, something like that. So pray for DeMar Hamlin. Continue to pray for him. We'll pay attention to what his recovery trajectory is. And let's be aware of what's going on with those that are in power and not just accept everything just because somebody has a title or as a professional. It doesn't mean we have to be hateful. It doesn't mean we have to be antagonistic. It doesn't mean we have to reject everything uh, immediately, uh, if at all. It just means we should be aware that not everything somebody says is to be trusted just because they said it. And that's why, as I conclude, uh, the doctor's Hippocratic Oath includes do no harm and one of the things that's supposed to guarantee that that is the case on behalf of the, of the uh, patient 
is that they have this privilege and freedom called informed consent. They have all the information available, all the information, the negative too, about whatever it is they're going to do or take, their prescription, and then they can consent based on the context of the knowledge they have. They can consent to do it, or they can refuse to do it. And that was not the case with professional football for a while, as with many other vocations. We're praying for Damar Hamblin, praying for you, pray for me, and let's pray for our country. In Jesus' name, God bless you.